What's up, guys? This is Kaylee. I'm your host. This podcast is all about business, motherhood, and being a woman getting by in today's world. And I hope that I can reach deep down in your soul, bring out all the joy and fulfillment that is hidden inside of you. So let's dive into some topics. Let's learn about business. Let's talk about life and let's break those boundaries. What's up, my homies? I'm back. I'm back for another episode this week. (laughs) And I want to hit a heavy, controversial topic because I love to stir the pot. Just stir it up. Piss some people off. Um, It's even better when I piss off people I know and then they come at me and I have a topic to fight about. No, I really, this is a topic that's pretty important. And um, I don't think that people recognize that we are still fighting some social inequality. And I want to talk about the difference of men and women in leadership and the difference of men and women in any business environment. So listen, I work in an industry that is very female driven. It is very female ran. However, I still face this every day, every day. And to be honest, I have dabbled in some things in my off season time where you know, making a little bit of extra money for Christmas or whatever it is in sales or whatever. I Listen, I'm a good salesman and I can talk to anybody and I can make a connection with anyone. Um, but the sales industry is very male dominated and it's kind of weird to me. Like I've always come from a female industry. <laughs> I've worked with females my entire life, like the wedding industry, females. Um, Even when I work in accounting, mostly females. I think we had a couple guys um, that came in to do collections and sales tax stuff, but that was about it. So I want to talk about the difference and what we still deal with today because we still deal with this inequality and these issues and it goes over our heads because we're not seeing this issue up front. But I can tell you that women still feel this and what we do is we just brush it under the rug and say, I got to do it because that's how we are. Especially if you are a leader or you're in business, you're just get the job done however it needs to be done. Just get it done. Don't make questions. Don't ask questions. Just do it. Just get it done and operate. We're just direct, driven, ambitious. So we don't really look back and question some of the stuff that's happened to us. So the first thing that is a major difference of men and women is being a mom I get asked this all the time. How do you juggle being a mom and working? You don't ask men that. If you 
um, go and look at some of these, you know, actresses or business women or interviews with business women who are also mothers, I guarantee you that there will always be a question asking how they juggle being a mother and being an entrepreneur or being a CEO or being a leader of a company. I bet they're asked that. Why? What difference does it make if they're a mother? And it shouldn't be it shouldn't be praised the way it is. Um, it's normal. If anything, it points out that there is some inequality that women still have to be considered the perfect mom as well as a leader. We're not perfect. But what is more frustrating is that if you look at all the interviews that have been done with men, that have been done with men and male business leaders, they aren't asked that question. They're fathers, but they're never asked that question. That's frustrating. That's frustrating that that question is even asked because we don't need to talk about how we juggle it. It's the same way that a father juggles being a dad and and being a business leader. Why does our gender matter? The second thing is men aren't judged on their attire and grooming. So recently, I worked in a sales position this last winter just to make a little extra money for Christmas. And that was my full intention. Guys, I lasted six weeks there. Like I was struggling just to get by because it was so sales dominated and so um, just not for me. I'm just too creative. And, and here's the thing. I had a manager. I actually had a regional manager that was over me that said to my other client or said to my other colleagues, why do you not wear makeup? You should wear makeup. Fuck you, dude. Seriously? This is what's brought up? They're questioned about if they wear makeup or not. This wasn't to me. And what really irritated me is I wear makeup because I like to feel good about myself. I'm not wearing makeup for anybody else's comfort (laughs) other than I like the way I look with makeup. And I wear makeup to work. And especially if I'm going to go on a meeting, like I like to look my best. It's just what I do. And that's that's more for my confidence because I'm working a shitty sales job. That's my confidence. That's what I need to be able to talk the way I talk. And I just, it helps. It helps me. But it doesn't make them feel any more comfortable. And he was bringing it up that they didn't wear makeup. So they were, they needed to act like me and compared them to me. How frustrating is that? Not only was he a freaking prick but also made me look horrible and judged and considered too good to work there. To be honest, I was too good to work there. Fuck that dude. I hated him. Just a guy. I mean, this is pretty obvious that I did not like him. I'm dropping the F word. I don't really cuss that much, but this guy really just irritated the crap out of me. And I just, I just really just wanted to wring his neck. 
But listen, dress codes should be held to both sides, both sexes. So that means that a male should be able to wear pants and a dress shirt, and so should a female. Females should not be expected to wear dresses and heels that are uncomfortable and hard to focus and hard to work in. So if we want to wear dress shoes that are heels that are flats or whatever it is, then we should be able to. And we shouldn't be told that we have to wear heels to work. That's very sexist. That annoys the crap out of me. And we shouldn't have to wear dresses. We shouldn't have to dress any different than a male should. So if we want to wear slacks and a dress shirt, then we should. And if we don't want to wear makeup, then we shouldn't have to because he doesn't have to wear makeup. But do we need to keep our face clean? I mean, if if guys are required to shave and have a clean sh shaved face if they work in sales, then a girl should have clean washed face. Um, if a guy shouldn't be able to have piercings or whatever in his face, then a girl shouldn't have piercings in her face. And, you know, should we have, if we want to cut our hair and not have long hair, that shouldn't be held against us. And here's the thing. I noticed this big time. I noticed this because I did my hair. My hair is, you know, a little past shoulder length. And, and I would do my hair every morning, do my makeup. And that's just as a confidence booster for me. It wasn't to please anyone. But if I had another colleague that wouldn't, you know, I could see the difference in sales. Because someone who's, it baffles me. But it's first impression. And I understand that. But it shouldn't be sexist. But that's just the way our society is right now. So moving on, um, men are praised for being direct and women are shamed. I notice this a lot in meetings. Men say what they want to say, say it how they want to say it, direct tone. If a woman says that, they're being a bitch. They're being difficult. They're being hard to work with. But a man did it. They were praised for being direct and a leader. But if a woman does it, it's hard. It's hard because we want to be the leader. And we know how to be a leader. And if that's by being direct and to the point and asking for what we want and how we want it done, and a man does the same thing, it's still considered rude on our part. And I experience this now because it's funny the way that a bar has to be managed when you have intoxicated people and you don't let them walk all over you and you tell them straight up, you cannot behave like that. That is rude. You cannot you act like a toddler at someone's wedding and get so drunk. And I tell them that. And I'm instantly labeled, you know, a bitch or, or rude or whatever. But the thing is, is that I've watched my husband do the same thing and they are fine with it. They're like, oh, it's all right, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I say it. And they're like, F you. 
You can't tell me what to do. What is the difference? What is the difference? Why are we shamed as women for being leaders and being direct and to the point? Why is that so shameful? I don't understand some of this stuff. (laughs) I really don't. Um, Number four, women are thought to be too emotional. So I think it's funny because I have worked in a female industry and we are emotional because it's when we get frustrated, sometimes we express express our frustration with with tears. And I do this sometimes too, especially if like I'm trying to say something or we just sympathize with people so much that sometimes tears come in the place of anger. I think if you're a woman and you're listening to this, you have experienced that one time in your life where you're just so mad that you cry, like you're just so frustrated or you're so don't know what to do. You're caught in a bind and you just don't know what to do when you just cry. You're just emotion and filled with emotion. And you, you, you instead of women taking it out with physical anger, we take it out with tears and emotion. But it's still in result the same thing. Men can punch holes in the wall and it be okay. But women get mad and they cry. They're considered too emotional. That man's just as emotional. He just punched a hole in the wall. You know? So, and it's labeled as like we can't be leaders and can't, we can't be leaders and cry babies. <laughs> like, Listen here, I'm sure that women who are leaders still cry. You just don't know it. You just don't know it because we're taught that it's not okay to express frustration that way. And if you are in a male dominant field, you better go into the bathroom and dry your tears real fast because they're not going to take you serious. They're not going to take you serious. And I have hardened my exterior in that way. Unfortunately, I've had to, I've taken out the emotion of a lot of things um, because I have learned that you can't address situations with emotion anymore. And as a leader, you know, it's just the stigma that women are too emotional to be leaders. And it's, it's bull crap. It's bull crap. We're sympathetic and we express the same thing you do, but just in a different, the same thing that men do in just a different way. So, and then here's another thing. This is my last final piece of information that are, is just absolutely absurd and the difference. Women are still expected to be great mothers and work. We're expected to keep the house clean, to do the laundry, to take care of the kids and keep up on their schedules. And we are shamed for taking our kids to daycare Society shames us that it's not okay to take our kids to daycare so we can work. Society shames us that 
work is a priority to us and, and, and work brings us enjoyment over children. <laughs> and I have to say this because, listen, if I wouldn't have had my uh-oh child eight years ago, I don't know if I would have been a mother. I don't know. I feel like I'm supposed to be now. If I wouldn't have had kids, I probably would have been so consumed by, by my job that I wouldn't have needed children to make me feel fulfilled. And that's okay. It's okay to not want to be a mom and to want to focus on your career and to want to focus on yourself. And society makes women feel like they have to do it all. And the difference is, is that a man is not told his time is ticking. A man is not told that he, you know, his value is only worth having children. So I, I just think it's funny that we, we, we say that society has gone, has gotten so far in life and, and we, we, and we have, trust me, we have gotten way further than what we were a hundred years ago. But what the difference is, is that even though we think we've gone so far, we still have so much further to go, so much further to go. And before the, you know, all these people come attacking me for being a feminist, I am a feminist, guys. I am. And just as much as you might have been a Democrat or a Republican or whatever you were or, you know, whatever, you have a right to be that. You have a right to choose what you want to be. And I think it's worth saying that I'm very lucky that I am so lucky to have the husband that I have. <laughs> I really am super lucky because he lets me enjoy what I enjoy and he doesn't make me feel bad for it. I mean, I have more guilt than he has pressuring to make me feel horrible for not being around as much as what a stay-at-home mom would be or, you know, a mom back, you know, 60 years ago. But I'm a modern-day businesswoman. I do have kids, but that's not all about me. That's not the only thing that I'm good for. And instead of asking me how I juggle motherhood and work, ask me how I turned a business into a six-figure making business. How? Ask me how I did that in one year. That's a better question. Ask me how I reached six figures in my business in a year. Don't ask me how I juggle motherhood and work. 
because that's not an important question. We do what we got to do. Um, there is, there was a, um, a moment that I thought, man, what would I have done if I wouldn't have been a mom? And what would I have done if I would have been a man in the business industry? Like, what would I have done? And I think that I would have really succeeded (laughs) because my passion and drive for just accomplishment in general, like I I love the industry that I'm in. Don't give me wrong. But as I as I get older, I'm really realizing that I don't think I need to be in this industry to be happy. I think I just need to have accomplishment of my goals. I just need to have goals. And as a woman, I just want you to have goals. I want you to realize that you're more than a mother. You're more than just a baby making machine. You're more than good looks. You're more than an emotional hot mess. You're you're more than that. And you're so much you have so much value to give. You just have to apply it and forget about all the societal norms that are pushed on you. Unfortunately, we still have to figure out how we're going to take care of kids if we have kids. (laughs) I love my kids. I'm telling you, I really do. But that's just, I am not just a mom anymore. I don't consider that my label. That's not who I am. I'm more than a mom. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a leader. I'm a mentor. And I'm a kick-ass human being that is going to turn this business into a million-dollar machine. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> That's my goal. I'm about to hit a million dollars. I want to hit a million dollars. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there by year 10. I'm going to get there. This business is going to be making a million dollars in five years. I'm doing it, guys. <laughs> um And how I do that, I don't know yet. Where are the plans of figuring that shit out? But uh, goals, even if they sound like they're out out of the the reach, they're not necessarily there. You know, we underestimate, we overestimate what we can do in a day, but we underestimate what we can do in 10 years. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? I think that's just a crazy statement because I think that it's it's so true. I overestimate, like my to-do list is always so long, but we, I restrict, sometimes I restrict myself and my dreams and like visions of what I want to have in 10 years because I'm like, oh, well, that's not, a, that's not achievable. It totally is achievable. If I look back at what I achieved in five, in five years, holy cow, I could have totally done more if I would have just set my goals higher. (laughs) But, you know, we underestimate that. So I digress. I digress. I know. Um, So anyways, that's it for today. I hope that this reaches you. And if you are conscious 
of your judgment of women in the industry. If you're a man, I want you to open up your mind and consciously make the choice to not expect women to wear makeup, not to judge them if they don't wear makeup. I want you to think about that woman as more than a mother. Think of them as a leader, as a business partner, whatever they might be. When a woman is direct with you, I want you to remember that she has a mission. She has objectives and goals. And that's the reason why she's being direct is because she's being a leader. And that is a leadership quality. It's not her being a bitch. (laughs) And I want everyone to realize that women are emotional. We're emotional creatures. But our emotions are our strength. And then we're able to apply our emotions into doing amazing, great things. That we apply our emotions into being sympathetic for others, into our passion for the work that we have to do. And it's important that we have those, that they're not always bad. And I also want everyone to realize that when you see a woman who doesn't have children, let's say she's 35, don't ask her when she's going to have kids. It's none of your fucking business. Don't expect every woman to have children. I know here in the Midwest, it's very out of the normal for a woman to get married and then not have kids. But maybe that's a choice or maybe that's not a choice, but maybe that's a choice. And it's none of your business to ask why they don't have kids. Ask if they're successful. Ask if they're happy. Don't ask when they're going to have a child. And don't tell them that their time is ticking. Because maybe children are not on their cards and not included in their timeline. So no, their time is not ticking. It's just ticking to you. So that's it, guys. I know that was super serious ending, but have a great week. And um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you could please, 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 I'm going to tell this a thousand, I'm going to say this a thousand times. Go on to Apple iTunes and leave me a rating and a review, or um, you can actually subscribe on Spotify, whatever it is. When you subscribe or leave me a review, you bump up my podcast to be viewed by more listeners. And that not only, listen, I'd love to make a lot of money off this podcast, but that's not my goal. My goal is actually to reach people and to make a difference. That's always been my objective. And when you like and subscribe or rate and review anything like that on any of the platforms you listen to me on, that brings awareness to other people. And I think that I have some great things that I want to get out there. And not only that, it also allows me to find 
better guests to come in and join me. Like I really, I'm trying right now to get more people to come in and I want professionals who know what they're talking about and I want to ask them questions and I want to teach you. I want them to teach you a lesson. I want them to teach you how to grow and teach you how to be successful and teach you how to find yourself and enjoy the journey of life. So even if that's astrology or women empowerment or motherhood, whatever it is, when my podcast does better, it allows me to reach more professionals and be more legit, guys. Because <laughs> I don't feel legit when I'm talking to my family all the time. <laughs> so, hey, I do want to mention that I do have somebody in Mexico that listened. Who's in Mex Mexico that I don't know? But they were in Mexico and um, I can see all this kind of stuff. And I, I'm super intrigued of who's listening to me in Mexico right now. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. All right. Have a good week, guys. I hope that you liked this episode and it applied to your life in some way, somehow. Give me a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening to me on and share it with your family and friends because you never know what information they might need to hear. Find me on my website at coffeebrewedlife.com or on Instagram, The Coffee Brewed Life and Facebook, Coffee Brewed Life. I hope to see you next week. Bye, guys.